Welcome back. We are recording episode 39 of the ROI podcast, which is presented by the Indiana University Kelly School of Business, coming to you from downtown Indianapolis on the beautiful IUPUI campus. I am your host, Shane Simmons, and today we're bringing you an episode about something I think we could always use some tweaking and advice in, and that's productivity. And this is going to be some productivity hacks that you can start implementing today so you can rock your life and your business. And throughout this episode, we're going to share productivity hacks from some of the great entrepreneurs out there who we have spoke with, uh, including Laura Vanderkam, the author of 168 Hours, uh, Scott Abbott, who's a Kelly alum, and then we're also going to share how some of those great entrepreneurs like Elon Musk manages their time and productivity as well. So to begin the podcast, we're going to start with Scott Abbott, who says, you've got to start writing your tasks down, which will help you hold yourself accountable, which can ultimately boost the amount of work you get done. So let's take all that stuff that keeps you up at night, that bothers you, let's get it up there. Let's deal with it. Let's move it on, get it over with, do something with it to get it out of your brain to get it out of your business, to get it out of your life. Indeed, you could say, well, hey, great, you just put a line through it on the board, now what do I get? I gotta go execute. I know, that, that's what I'm saying. This, this doesn't automate you, right? You still gotta go back to work. You still gotta follow through. You still gotta execute. But it's so much easier now because you've documented it, you've, you've defined it, you've called it out, you've agreed as a team that this is how you're going to get rid of it, and now you hold yourself with everybody else accountable to getting it done. You can't hide. And, and I believe you can do that with yourself in your own life as an individual as well by basically assuming and sort of thinking that you've got your own board of directors even though it's you in your house, right? You write things down, you, 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 you check off the list, you tell yourself what you're gonna do, you follow through, you, you make sure you're getting these issues out of your life. And by the way, issues can also be good. They're not always just bad. Right? And you know this as a teacher, right? The word argument, Socratically, is not necessarily bad, right? It's, it's actually good because that helps people kind of, you know, get through some of the, the sensitivity of things and get to what needs to be done. So that's the whole point exactly is to get it out there, debate it, discuss it, solve it, and move on. So there's productivity hack number one. Create a list of tasks that need completed. Start tackling those tasks and marking them off. And when you can, solve the assignments you are least excited about because once those are off your plate, you can create momentum and relieve the burden of keeping those tasks lingering around, which ultimately drives your productivity down. It's ultimately those tasks we continue to procrastinate on that weigh on us the most. But by clearing those and taking massive action, you can actually free yourself from that feeling. So here's productivity hack number two from Scott. I'm just going to say it. You need a system. You need one that's proven, that's works. It is, it is, it's almost magical. I'm just going to say it. Um, that's simple, that's clear, that, that, that's all about generating, you know, the type of documentation, understanding, togetherness, commitments, and most of all results. That's what you need as well. And you put both those things in your life, the generations come together, the business operates better, the individual lives a better, healthier, happier, tip-top shape kind of a life. So hack number two is have a system in place. You can't just be blind and firing at the hip. You need to have an actionable plan together, looking at the big picture and then breaking that down into small, actionable steps to accomplish the task at hand. 
And this is what the greats do. They don't get overly stressed out because they look at the big picture and then feel overwhelmed. No, they break that down into daily and even hourly tasks. For example, we interviewed Laura Vanderkam a few months back. Now, if you're not familiar with Laura, she is the author of many books, including 168 Hours, which is a magnificent read on time management. And the 168 Hours obviously stands for their 168 hours in a week. And Laura suggests that you need to break your days down on a spreadsheet so you can set specific times to accomplish specific tasks. Take a listen to Laura. I use a spreadsheet to track my time. Um, it's just Excel, nothing fancy. It's got half hour blocks along the left side and the days of the week across the top. And so it's 336 cells to represent 168 hours. And I just fill it in as I go. You know, I wake up, I write what time I wake up. Uh, a couple times during the day, I write what I've done since the last time I checked it in. And it doesn't have to be perfect. I can just say stuff like work or hang out with kids or you know, drive somewhere or eat dinner or whatever it is. So for Laura, she's breaking that time down into 30-minute increments, keeping track of her tasks, and ultimately this gives her a view of where she's spending her time and maybe where she could begin dedicating some of her tasks to other areas, right? So time management is super important here. Now I'm going to use kind of an extreme example in Elon Musk. Uh, now, Elon is one of my favorite entrepreneurs. He's the CEO of two companies who've taken the world by storm, both in Tesla and SpaceX. And according to Elon, he works between 85 and 90 hours a week between the two companies. That's a lot. But he takes it a step further when it comes to breaking down his time by breaking it down into five-minute increments. So he's breaking down the tasks that he needs to tackle that day into these small, tiny increments, but that helps him to stay laser-focused and get more done and use the best of his time. And our final productivity tip is one that too many of us need to work on, and that's handling email. And I think many of you know what we're talking about here. We can feel drowned by all the emails that come through our inbox at times. And you got to learn how to not let it bog you down. Here's Laura Vanderkam again on how to get around this. Email expands to fill the available space. And so the only way to spend less time on email is to choose to spend less time on email. There is no one hack that is going to make your inbox be under control. It is absolutely a decision you must make of how much time I am willing to allocate to this. So as much as possible, designate a few times through the day to check email. Um, even if you have to check very frequently, you're better off checking, say, for 15 minutes once an hour as opposed to checking constantly on and off through the day. Um, so 45 minutes off and then 15 minutes on would be a way you could do it. If you can go longer, that's great. If you could be off for 90 minutes, you can be off for two hours. Awesome. So as we close this productivity version of the ROI podcast, consider what we've heard from guests on the show. Create a list of tasks you need to accomplish, put a system in place to accomplish those tasks, create a time audit and schedule particular time slots for certain tasks and dedicate your time to those slots. And finally, don't let email be a distraction. Set specific and dedicated times to tackling those emails. And if you stick to those times, you'll notice a huge jump in how much you can do. 
So that's our productivity hack episode of the ROI podcast. We want to thank Scott Abbott for being on the show and giving us some insight there. And of course, Laura Vanderkam sharing her interview from a few months ago and how she's tackling productivity. And of course, we're going to come at you with more of these type of episodes in the future. But for next week, we're going to pick back up on our CEO series, where we are diving in to see how the best CEOs are able to grow their companies and thrive in life. So be sure to stay tuned for that. And don't forget to subscribe to the ROI podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. Other than that, we'll be here next week with another episode for you all. Take care.